Good morning, world, and welcome to Apocalypse Now, um, our main show on the Apocalypse YouTube channel. I am Jacob Bartley, your host today, and I am joined by the normal crew. We're missing Keith today, but we have Brian Avalosino right here. We have Gio Ramos, and of course, we have Jake Berlin returning after his absence last week. How was your week, man? I was good. It was busy. Crazy, busy. hectic little week. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was pretty well. For sure, man. Well, glad to have you back on the show. I I do not uh, love switching cameras and hosting, so <laughs> so that was uh, gotcha. glad to have you back for gotcha. sure. Um, so we have a ton of stuff to talk about today. Some interesting things: the Benioff and Wise Star Wars stuff, and a bunch of trailers to get to. A few sequel announcements that we know are coming. But before we get to that, let's jump into our um, segment where we talk about what we've been watching lately. Jake, I actually have been thinking about names for this segment, and I was thinking about. Screens and streams, or Ooh. screenings and streamings, or something I like, like that. that. So I like that, you that have can time maybe to think of stuff like that with homework. And yeah, that. it was on my way here in the car. After and speaking of that, all I've been watching is is a history of modern European book textbook and a computer <laughs> screen while I write my essay. That's yeah, all I've you, been you had a busy lately. school week, but yeah. I did watch um, Arrow. I did watch the latest episode of Arrow. Um, I haven't, I have but I haven't even watched any of the other CW stuff because I've been That's so the busy. Only, I watched that and Batwoman this week. So yeah, so I need to watch Batwoman because I'm actually really loving Batwoman lately. So am I. But um, Arrow, I liked Arrow episode three um, more than episode two, but yeah. I didn't hate episode two like Brian. Um, but I, I yeah. thought I think Arrow's pretty solid. It's basically a reunion tour for all every of episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really and cool. This one really got to me because Thea. it's with Thea. Thea, man. And all right, we know the season's ending, right? That was probably the, unless she's in the crossover. She won't be in it. She's gone. That was the last time we're ever going to see them together, which was kind of heart. You know, yeah, Arrow and Speedy tugging on the heart Arrow and Speedy, a little man. bit there. Um, so that's all I've watched lately. But has anybody seen a new release this week yet? Uh, yeah. I've seen a lot. So you um, saw Doctor Sleep. Time, I yeah, I saw Doctor Sleep not on out Wednesday, yet, right? There was an early screening nice. of on Wednesday, and nice. I was able to snag a ticket. Uh, I I don't know if I can say anything because of review reasons. I don't know if they're out or not. When does it come? Yeah, uh, embargo and stuff like that. It comes out next week. Um, so okay. it comes out the eighth. What about the social media embargo? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'd have to look at it. But I will say this. Um, it's. It's pretty incredible. Nice. It's pretty. Really? Wow. It's pretty incredible. Um, I will. I will also Hopefully say that we don't get in trouble for you saying that. Um, it it may be a tad too long. It comes at it's two and a half hours. Okay. It's long. Um, for a horror movie. Wow. For, well, well, wasn't The Shining pretty long? I think The Shining was long, but I. Uh, it's. It's a psychological horror movie, and it it the really Shining was two hours. And it really minutes. really like like, really dives into the psyche of a person and, like, what goes on with mental health and stuff like that. And so Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor is incredible. I love seeing him in these type of roles. Um, Rebecca Ferguson steals the movie. Wow. Really? She is phenomenal. That's, that's one of his Phen 47 ladies. Well, He'll... no, the thing for me is she's been great in what we, <laughs> we've seen her in before, mm -hmm. but we've never seen her... In anything like this. So I'm saying she, and she, I was yeah. curious how she would do. Yeah. No, she she was absolutely incredible. And then I don't know how the name of her off the top of my head, but the little girl in the movie, she plays a huge part in the movie. The and other, she, she's a shining too, right? Yeah, yeah. but they're so and they show that in the trailer. Yeah, I, I want to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's it's interesting how their characters are okay. and how they explain everything, the mythology behind yeah. everything. It's a shining sequel, but. They open up like this brand new world and it's really cool. Okay, so it's really cool. Someone like me that hasn't seen The Shining, I need to see it before. Uh, -uh. they explain everything. I think Sweet. you should though. You should. I want you to. should. Yeah. I, but I'll, it opens up with a ten minute segment of The Shining. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, they recreated. Some yeah. Stuff All right. So I'm. I'm, shots and, I'm it's, already it's all in for this movie. I and I will say this: it has the best, the single handled best. Cameo in the of the year. Wow. There is someone in this movie you're not expecting to see in this movie, and it is the pivotal part of the film. I, it's oh, and you I have you have so you have no idea, and it's it's incredible. I was I went with Max and Gabby, and as soon as that person Gabby popped up, Gabby went with me to see it. As soon as that person popped up, Max and I turned and we go what. We had no idea this person okay. was in the movie. Well, I'm getting it's even more so excited good. now. So before Jake spoils anything, let's let's move on because <laughs> I can't wait to see that movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm checking that opening weekend. Um, Brian, what have you been watching lately, man? 
I haven't been watching much this week. I've been uh, audiobooking through oh, okay. Star Wars. I guess we can uh, talk about that, right? Consuming yeah. entertainment? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been listening to uh, Spark of the Resistance. It's the, like, junior novel before Resistance... What is the second one? Resistance Reborn? Uh, yes. Which, yeah, that comes out in... Two it's, only four, it's only four hours long. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's it's like it's essentially like a follow up to the Last Jedi. Yeah. Interesting. So it's, is this the one that shows kind of what Leia and Poe and all them were doing? No, that's yeah. that's Resistance Rebels. That's okay, on okay. Tuesday uh, comes out this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta get that one. And it, people were saying it's like, like one. Do one I of have the to listen Star Wars to movies. no this no no this one so. to listen to this mm-hmm. one? Okay. I only have like forty minutes okay. left of it, and I I'm so definitely far I haven't. Yeah. But it's crazy hearing like the characters at the movie still going on doing stuff, which is kind of it's kind of cool. I've none of the books I've read so far are not like going at the same time as a movie other than a certain so, point of view. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh so it's kind of cool like it's almost like you're literally playing like a little mini like TV episode in your head. That's cool. So, it's like a yeah. prologue or even like an epilogue. It can be either way. So. Yeah, depending on how you look at it, I yeah. guess. So, yeah. Cool. Well, Gio, what Star Wars novels have you been audiobooking? <laughs> um, let's just get into know. it, Gio. Let's just get into it. <laughs> There's a, a show, a mini no, episode. What have you been watching, though? Um, I've been sending you guys online. Uh, the Ringer, they're doing a little Star Wars special leading up to The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so they've been explaining some cool things. Uh, but I'm going to start with uh, Dolomite. I watched it. I watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I want to. Classic Eddie Murphy. Welcome back. (laughs) Classic Eddie Murphy. That's cool. The first ten minutes of the movie. Oh yeah, glorious. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna watch it now. I wasn't sure, but I'm gonna watch it now. I had no idea about this dude. Mm -hmm. Ready, uh, Rudy Ray Moore. I had no idea who he was. Incredible. The story (laughs) is just like, and Eddie Murphy plays him perfectly. The cast around him is Mm -hmm. so fun. And it's, uh, the, it's the type of comedy that you've been missing from Eddie Murphy. Wesley, Ni- Wesley Snipes? Wesley, yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I was loving that uh, Instagram you sent us that they're filming next to Bad Boys 2. Oh, yeah, the Will Smith thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. video they did, which Will is Smith really cool. One. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, what else? Uh, there's a Paul Rudd Netflix uh, show called oh, yeah. Living oh, With yes. Yourself. I want to check that out. It's kind of a, excuse my language, mindfuck, but it's so good. <laughs> Paul mm-hmm. Rudd is amazing in there. Um, the episodes are not long either, 20, 25 minutes. So that's pretty good for a Netflix show. Um, other than that... Watchmen. Watchmen? Are we talking about Watchmen later? No, this is this is where yeah, we're talking about. So We've been watching it. I haven't seen episode two yet. Okay. But, uh, so don't spoil anything. Have, have you seen episode one? I've watched I've seen episode one. Okay. I, watch, I probably the, watch it like The cliffhanger to episode one, amazing. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But just great, overall, yeah. the world that they built, I love it. I love uh, Regina King in the lead role as a great Such cast. A what's what's his name? The guy who plays Glass, the one with the the mask on. Who uh, Tim Blake Nelson? Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson is awesome. What's cool about the, What's cool about his character is that he's he's essentially a counterpart to Rorschach. Mm-hmm. How Rorschach's mask with the ink blot it, it tells you or it shows you what you want to see. Mm-hmm. His mask shows you what's going on in reality because it's literally. Oh, okay. Like a reflection of what's really going on, whereas Rorschach is like kind of what your mind is picturing. Right. And so that's kind of a cool way to do it. And what's interesting, and I don't know what episode it was in, but he wears it all the time. Like he never takes it off, which is uh, really interesting. He too. does every once in a while, but for the most part, he keeps. It. For the most part, it's only yeah. above his mouth, and he never, I, he rarely ever takes it off fully. I love really when he interrogates in the dome. Oh yeah, I don't know yeah. much about Watchmen, the source material. Neither do I. So is this show? It's it, a sequel to the graphic novel. Yeah, it has that's nothing to do I'm, with the movie. Direct, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not talking the about movie. the movie. I'm talking about the source material. Mm-hmm. So, because this doesn't seem like Watchmen to me. No. It, it, and it's very different. Takes place, it takes place after, it takes place after like 35 Watchmen. years yeah. or something after Watchmen. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And there's I only a few left. Yeah. Like, um, like season, episode two teases one of the Watchmen. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan is on Mars. Which they showed for like... Um, uh, Obsidious, I think his name is. Uh, Osidai. Ozamidas or something like that? Ozamandis. Ozamandis, they think that that's um, uh, Jeremy Irons. Irons. Yeah, okay. And so they're they're sprinkled, but they're not the classic Watchmen that we have from the movie. It's 
it's like a what if sequel to the graphic novel kind of in a way no, it's a straight up sequel yeah, to the a, graphic novel it's a direct sequel like and Geo has the graphic official. novel yeah, I, I got first to I, I got first damn it so. I was literally in the process of saying that I want it but yeah check it out on HBO it's definitely worth a, a watch um, it is one of the best written shows it is what I'm saying is they didn't actually write a sequel to The Watchmen. Like no. it's this no, no, no. these creators are saying if we were to make a sequel to Watchmen, this is what it would be. This is they, the they worked they the worked with graphic novel. They worked with the writers yeah. of the graphic novel. I love, yeah, yeah. Cool. I love the costume of the guy that has the noose guy that comes in. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Face. He has yeah, that yeah. noose. Mm-hmm. I don't know his character name, but and did all that stuff happen in episode two? Because I have not. Yeah, pretty there's much quite a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. episode two was pretty wild. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna check that out today. Obviously, I really. That might had be time. my like favorite show going on right now. Well, it's a thought. It's a thought provoker. It yeah. really makes you. There's a you lot. Have to, you have to pay attention to everything. Yeah, that you can't. Okay, now that I know the context of it, I'm more interested because I had no idea what was going on. I was like, is this? Are See, telling of Watchmen episode, does it happen in the graphic Episode novel? 2 answers know. a lot more questions. Okay. There's a lot more questions, and it kind of yeah. leads you in a better direction. Yeah, yeah. I like the world building that they set up in yeah. episode 1, for sure. That was There's that also was some very cool. WTF moments in episode 2, though, still. There's yeah. so much <laughs> I'll probably go watch that after so much <laughs> we're done on here. Right yeah. now. Yeah. And episode Ryan. 3 comes out tomorrow, right? It does come out tomorrow, yeah. nice. Last night, by the time I want to watch Jack Ryan, man. Jake and I started. We watched three episodes last night. Oh, John Krasinski... I saw a trailer for it yesterday, and he looks like an American James Bond. Like in he the, he should he should be an action star. He yeah, he is yeah. he should well, he should be an action star. His way to it. You know what you know what they should put him in next. They should put him in Mission Impossible next, so he can take over that franchise. Something That's like not a bad that. Idea. I mean, just seeing him in the trailers, I can see that he was in Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, which was really good. Yes, he was. Yeah, the Michael Bay movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the King drop yeah, last week. Last week. Mm-hmm. That's on my watch list too. Oh, I need to watch that. Timothy Chalamet. We talked about it. Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, man, I got some stuff to do. There's a lot. November is. Yeah, you better you better watch it all right now because November every week there's something big that drops. You'll get you'll get behind really. You got two weeks till Disney Plus. I think I'm gonna go see Terminator Dark Fate today. That's what I'm gonna do too. Um, I'm gonna see Terminator today. And then we're going to go see uh, Jojo Rabbit tomorrow. I'm blocking it down. And then we're going to go see Midway. I'm it's like, at the tower, tower, right? It's at what the time tower. are you guys watching? Oh, tomorrow? Uh, probably around midday. Okay. Probably this is news to me, but I'm not. <laughs> I was going to say it after the show, but I didn't mind saying it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you can't dictate your own life, Brian. No. So. <laughs> All right. So, um, moving on to our hot take, our biggest news story of the week. And it might be an unfortunate thing. It might be a good thing, depending on how you feel. But... Um, the Benioff and Weiss, um, if you don't know who they are, they are the creators of the Game of Thrones TV show and um, the creative minds behind it. And they were set up to work on and create, write, develop, maybe direct, who knows, a Star Wars trilogy. And they are officially off of it now. Um, some of us saw this coming. There were hints leading towards it. But yes, Benioff and Weiss um, are off of the Star Wars trilogy and um, they, her, them, and Kathleen Kennedy have both released statements. So Benioff and Weiss, I don't know which one of them said this, but uh, you know what's funny when they're group directors, they always like leave a quote and they don't say who said. They're it. essentially like, the same person, like Lord and Miller yeah, or the Russo, Russo brothers, brothers. Like a quote from the Russo brothers, like which one of you said that? They're essentially one person. So exactly, it's it's funny. But so this is what Benioff and Weiss had to say: We love Star Wars. When George Lucas built it, he built us too. Getting to talk about Star Wars with him and the current Star Wars team was the thrill of a lifetime, and we will always be in- indebted to the saga that changed everything. There are only so many hours in the day, and we felt we could not do it do justice to both Star Wars and our Netflix projects. We are re- regretfully stepping away. So that's what they had to say. Then Kathleen Kennedy had a small statement to say. She said, David Benioff and Dan Weiss are incredible storytellers. We hope to include them in the journey forward when they are able to step away from their busy schedule to focus on Star Wars. So both statements are just PR spins. Basically. Kathleen Kennedy's uh, statement is crap. Oh, absolutely, both, absolutely both crap. Of, both of them have a little bit of backhand if you really listen, because Benioff and Weiss toot up George Lucas. Mm-hmm. The they don't say anything good about the current Star Wars no, movies or the, anything like that. They yeah. even say it, the saga, and it, it kind of to me when I hear that I'm thinking they're talking about before what's happened, and then with her hers is just that typical like backhand 
when you have time. Like so that type. This, so there's, we're gonna we're gonna talk much more in depth on this in the next Padawan because it's Star Wars related. Yeah. Um, Kathleen's Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy's statement is is a big pile of burning crap, but there also is some truth to it because in reality, they signed a massive Netflix yeah. deal, a massive Netflix deal after they already signed with Lucasfilm, and so that obviously already it it does create issues because Netflix probably requires certain things at certain time points. I highly doubt Netflix is like, go do your Star Wars things for the next four years and then we'll do it afterwards. Like they gave them. Like a six, like a huge deal, like a seven-figure deal or something, and they're supposed to get all this content from him, and now you're gonna go do Star Wars and wait four, three, four, five years down and the road it takes to do like it. Two years to make a movie, exactly. So. so there is some truth to it, but this is also really, really bad for Lucasfilm because they're the fourth set of filmmakers in five years that have essentially had a bad issue with with Star Wars. You know, you had the Josh Trank stuff with and. Granted, that wasn't Lucasfilm's fault. There was issues with Josh Trank. There was. Um, Gareth Edwards had a little bit of issues with Rogue One, and they had a director come on for reshoots. And then you had the Lord Miller stuff, and yeah. now you had the Benny Off and Weiss stuff. Colin so Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow oh, yeah. and Charlie Trevorrow. So five sets of filmmakers. And so yeah. it's it's not a good thing for Lucasfilm. Um, am I like I told? I think I told Brian this when it first I dropped. Hate saying Lucasfilm. It's to me like I almost want to say like Disney. Well, it's it's Lucasfilm. They're their I own know, studio. I know. It's just. Um, are you going to add Ryan Johnson to that list now? I don't know if he had an issue though. He didn't really have because they gave him creative well, freedom. His new trilogy is. So they the gave him creative that freedom. Trilogy though. is gone. I. So they they gave cool. Ryan Johnson creative yeah. freedom to do whatever he wants, which is why I don't include him in that. The issue here is that it seems like Kathleen Kennedy is at the center of all of this, and there's been a lot of talk lately about if she's stepping away, if she's you know going to stay on. I don't. When I think I'm. I think I may have told Brian this when it first dropped. I don't. It doesn't bother me as much as I thought it would that they're leaving. It really doesn't. Like, I think anybody can do what they're gonna do. And if nobody does the story they're gonna tell, I'm gonna be really upset because it was gonna tell That's the origins, origins of the Jedi. Of the Jedi. Like, yeah. if nobody does that, I'm gonna be really upset. If someone takes it over, I'm fine with it. Like, whatever. The biggest problem here is Kathleen Kennedy, though, because it seems like she doesn't really know what she's doing, and as far as like delegating stuff, because. In five years, five different sets of filmmakers have left a film in a bad way. It's not a good thing to do, especially with a project like Star Wars. We've never seen this with one franchise happen so often in such little time. You know, this happens a lot with a bunch of different franchises, right? But it happens once every once in a yeah. while. This is crazy. It, to, seems to it just keeps happening with every and Star Wars. This, like this, you know, there's a few rare occasions you can point out, but after making 22 films, it Marvel has maybe one or two little dramas with directors, and it wasn't even Kevin Feige. None of it was ever Kevin Feige. And it was all in the beginning. It was all yeah. during a rough patch. This is this is like well into everything. Yeah, you and know? The, the thing with this is, it's like they agree to make a film, and then it, somewhere in the production process, they drop out for some reason, one reason or another. I and, I think you can't not blame ben, Benning Off and Weiss a little bit though. Because they did sign this before the Netflix. No, there's definitely some truth to that. I, 100%. So, I think that they've known that they're not going to do the Star Wars movie Since for like a May. long time. Since like May. So I think yeah. they knew before they signed the Netflix deal. Is what, Probably. In my opinion. Because I don't think you signed that deal knowing you're going to be working on Star Probably. Wars films. They might have... I just wonder how all the, all the logistics worked. Like, did they, they sign a contract with, with Lucasfilm? Do they... Is there like a... They got a bonus signing bonus or something and then now they don't get paid i wonder how all that well, we, we you also know where the money yeah well, we, also, the money we also don't know the Show details of, of how it happened like did lucasfilm buy out their contract or did they exactly. ask to walk away Which from the contract like, like those are two different two different kind of crazy like who knows what kind of work they've done already worked on outlines or something like that but they they got paid for doing not working on the movie yeah. you know but who knows maybe their treatments if it is the origins of the Jedi, which I hope it is, that's what we want to see. Um, well, we just want to see something heavily Force related set in the past of Star Wars, whatever it is. Um, if they take those treatments and adapt them, maybe that's a possibility. And maybe I don't think they'll it. let this go. I think they'll just grab another filmmaker down the road. I, well, maybe that's what Kevin Feige's producing. The thing is, if you look at it, it kind of all makes sense, right? Benioff and Weiss signed the Netflix deal. Because I don't think they want to cause drama. They don't want to announce all the stuff all at once. Then they announce Kevin Feige. 
is coming on to produce a Star Wars movie. Then they announced Benny Hoff and Weiss are leaving. It might all be connected. And maybe Kevin Feige is coming in to help with this project, which I think he would do great with that. You're awfully silent over there. Well, I'm kind of trying to gather everything uh, based off of what was uh, said officially and what you guys are saying. And what it sounds like is Benny Off and Weiss initially signed what wasn't a first look deal. Because if it's a first look deal... At Netflix? Yeah, with Netflix, right? But beforehand, they signed with Star Wars. Well, you mentioned Kathleen Kennedy is kind of the the center of you know this whole problem and i think the reason why kevin foggy was brought in was because a lack of vision Mm -hmm. of the next 10 years of star wars you she had no problem kicking this uh, universe off with episode seven because the plan was to just get it started right and then maybe the films Mm -hmm. after would follow but the type of filmmakers that you bring in they're going to have their own vision um and ways that they want to do these star wars movies so i think what happened was (coughs) Benioff and Weiss signed on to Star Wars because who wouldn't? Then maybe there's no clear picture because you have Ryan Johnson's trilogy. You got Disney Plus. What comes after the Star Wars saga, uh, Skywalker saga? Can they really afford to wait five, six years down the road? Meanwhile, Netflix, who just lost Star Wars Disney content and everything, mm-hmm. says, "Come work with us." I think we'll Netflix sign is in a panic. And that's they. Th- I just looked at they threw two hundred and fifty million dollars at mm-hmm. just those two guys. Mm-hmm. Because well, think about Netflix for the for a while has been untouchable. You got Amazon Prime. Oh, everyone's catching up. And Amazon sure. Prime kind of gave you a couple gut punches, but nothing you couldn't handle. Hulu was just kind of TV, so it was just maybe like a knock on the chin. Look at how many things Netflix has to compete with now. Disney Plus. Amazon, HBO Max, HBO Max, Hulu, Universal's doing something too. All and the, the problem is Apple, all these studios are pulling Apple. their things off of Netflix. Well, and, see, I, I, I see that point, but I also see I, I don't think I think Netflix is fine because oh, they're going to be fine. They they're they fu- create yeah. enough original content, and they also have a lot of stuff. A lot of people don't don't realize that they also have all of the Mark Millar world in their back pocket waiting to make stuff. Nana Benioff and Weiss. They have um, Scorsese coming out, Scor- the and then the woman who does the Grey's Anatomy show, she's Shonda doing Rimes. she's doing all kinds of crap on Netflix. So they're playing fine. When I mentioned the Kathleen Kennedy stuff, um, the reason I say that she's probably the center of the problem is because if we look at the Force Awakens, right, and it's a great movie, we love it. It's one of the best Star Wars movies. It got us back into the fold, right? Two billion dollars. Yeah. But it's a very straight to the point movie that is audience friendly, right? It's, it doesn't it doesn't it, it kind of almost in a way lacks the creativity of the original Star Wars, right? It was a very safe movie. Yeah, because you could say it pulled from... The Last movies. Jedi, yeah. very creative, very different. Got a little backlash from fans. A little. As soon as that happened, Kathleen Kennedy goes, no, Colin Chirrell, we're not going to let you do that. We're bringing J.J. back on. He's going to get us back to the safe and friendly one. And so I have a feeling that Kathleen Kennedy doesn't really understand, like... The best way to put it, the canon of Star Wars and the creativity and like everything else going on. She wants these safe projects that are audience friendly and that will get the job done. Because if you look at the TV stuff they're doing, she's involved, but she's also not involved. John Favreau and Dave Filoni are running that show. She's they are the- running that show. She she can be on set and everything. But she has not a hand in like that like she does the movies. She needs to let the nerds do the work. Well, she needs to delegate like a true manager would. And, then, and as, a, as a, a, a coach, an ex-coach, a sports aspect, if you're a good manager, you hire better coaches underneath you. She's not hiring better coaches underneath and her because she wants to make all the decisions. Yeah, and that's tough to hear because she's been involved for so long. They handpicked by George Lucas. She's an incredible so. producer. An yeah. incredible producer. Like yeah, yeah. the project mm-hmm. she's produced over the years is incredible. Why not continue to do that and let the people who know it do their job? Well, I think with the films, I don't think she was as hands-on with the films either. The problem is, we've talked about this a million times, they never had a plan. They, mm-hmm. It was Abrams, Ryan Johnson, it was going to be Trevorrow, and then that whole thing was just, it should have been a three-movie plan from the beginning. At, le- at least, that. not even like a one director, but at least the same writer. It, it was the a same different writer exactly. every movie. It doesn't every have movie. to be the same director at all. It could be three different directors. But it should, like we talked about, it should have been the same writers working on this whole thing. And they said, here, take The Force Awakens and make whatever sequel you want to make. That's 
ridiculous. And then the That's anthology films and how, you know, it started to feel like there was a, I don't want to say an oversaturation of Star Wars in, in the, you know, market, but there kind of was because uh, the, the these films were getting mixed mixed reviews. You know, mm-hmm. Solo is is a good movie, but it's it's mixed. Last Jedi, you know, good movie, but it's mixed. You know, so I, don't I think know. I think there a huge part of this is also the I guess I, Solo was successful compared to a lot of other movies, but as a Star Wars movie, it was unsuccessful. It didn't really make a lot of money. Well, and right? the budget was like over two hundred million. And so I think that that movie scared that. a lot of people, but. The problem is with that is if you get scared by that movie, you're now you're afraid of creativity. Taking risks, yeah. You're, you're afraid of taking the risk when that's what Star Wars was. It's a, it's based on taking risk. Everybody thought these these movies were going to fail. Every single person in the business thought Star Wars was going to fail, and it became the biggest juggernaut to ever hit Hollywood. And so, I just I don't know. I mean, I I hope that at some point, if Kathleen Kennedy does stay on. Um, after the rise of Skywalker, which I think that she may hit a massive home run and maybe just walk off into the sunset. Um, I hope that they take the approach they have with the TV series because yeah. the Mandalorian buzz right now is is a la The Force Awakens when that was originally coming out. The people excited people for this show, out, they are man. losing their mind getting ready for the show. And if you can get back to that with the movies, it's a good sight. So, have you watched the second Mandalorian trailer? Yeah, have yeah, you? Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So the, I still haven't watched the it. The funny thing is, if you remember that Disney release slate they put out earlier this year, the next Star Wars movie is set to release on December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. They have plenty of time. They have plenty of time, which is three what, years. Three years from three years. now, so that's plenty of time. Plenty of time. I, if they stick to that release date, which they don't totally don't have to, that could be that Kevin Feige movie. Because what else is in the? You know, are they working on right now? Well, and, I know that they. Unless it's the Ryan Johnson thing, but I well, so he, so um, they so Benioff and Weiss they had their three movies, right? They were going to do their trilogy, which was originally said to be a series, and then went to a trilogy, and then went to a movie. So this has kind of been happening for a while. It does, and then, they had no plan. It doesn't. Exist. Then you had the Ryan Johnson trilogy, which nobody really thought was ever going to happen. Um, nobody really remembers this, but. A couple months back, there was an announcement that a writer jumped on a Knights of the Old Republic movie. Yeah, that wasn't the Benioff that, yeah. and Weiss movie. Yeah, so that's that, true. That could very we well heard be anything about that exactly. Since. So that could very well be happening too. And then you have the Feige movie. So they definitely have things that they can go for. Um, it's just it's there's three years until that happens. There's plenty of time. All of it's going to be announced at Star Wars Celebration next year, which we're going to be at, which is awesome. <laughs> and for me, yes, so excited about I need that. One of those, uh, for uh, me, if you think about this. Something like Solo and maybe even The Last Jedi might be blessing in disguises because, look, we there was an Obi-Wan movie coming. And most likely they changed those plans because of well, Solo. He, he, no, he came out and said it. Ewan McGregor said it was originally supposed to be a movie. Yeah. And then well, we knew a movie was He coming. said he's been lying for four years and then they went to a TV series. That's yeah. what he said. So I think because of Solo, <laughs> they changed God. it to a TV series and... Maybe, like, I would have loved a movie or a TV series, either one. But if we're really happy with the TV series, then maybe the Solo was a blessing in disguise because now we're getting these characters in the TV form. Yeah. Maybe we get six hours with them instead of two, and we can watch it in the comfort of our own home. I feel so, like Mandalorian's going to change the game. But that doesn't it's mean gonna, we're not going to get films anymore. No, no, no. Like, Star Wars is, Star Wars is like, like yeah. Knights of the Old Republic-esque, I want on the big screen. It, yeah, Star Wars movies will never go away. But the Mandalorian is going to show people that it can be told on the small screen, one hundred percent, and in a really good. Yeah, I forget the details, it. but Jake and I have an ongoing bet of whether they'll make. A, I forget what it was, but it was we made it outside of the Century Theater, and it was something regarding that they'll make an episode ten in the next twenty years, and I think it was a fifty dollars. Oh, they'll bet. never make an episode ten. Yeah, so I, that was our bet. We had yeah. Absolutely, the hundred percent they will. They, I don't care what they say. We've seen this so many times Gio, with studios. They forget. No, I, I remember. I don't remember the details. Uh, but, but studios do this all the time. They say, "Oh, this is the last know. one. We're not making another one. We're not making another one." And they do. This is gonna be the end. No, it's was not. It, was it the initial plan a twelve film uh, initially saga? Initially. Right? No, right? No. Yeah. Well, that was no, with George I'm, I'm just saying for, Bro, for yeah. the record. Yeah. So, but before Disney we, is in control. Be, they can do whatever they want. Before they we move on, before we move on, real quick, because we haven't really talked about it. Does anybody think that this is also in large part because of what happened with Game of Thrones and Benioff and Weiss? Not at all. No. You don't no think so? Way. Cause I do. I think part of it has to do with it. All right. So did you did you hear what the recent Are you comments? Are saying that I think... Disney took them off of it because of that, or they're stepping away because of it? Because that's a mixture of 
both. thing because make sure of both. I don't. They didn't do anything wrong. So, so, so why would he, Disney take that so off of it? We we have. I'm gonna try and say this as fast yeah. as I possibly can. But in their in, so they were at the Austin Film Festival or something, and they did they did like an, an honest Q and A essentially. Yeah. And they talked about how a large part of why they're leaving is because of the toxic fandom. Yeah. Of Star Wars, which also comes from a toxic fandom of Game of yeah. Thrones. But they also revealed that, and they stupidly said this that. They had no idea why HBO hired them to do the show, no idea why George R.R. R. Martin chose them to do the show, and that season one was essentially they got hired to, to go to an expensive film school. That's essentially what they said, that they had no idea what they were doing and they went into doing it. And so, <laughs> and it became the biggest show. And it became show. the biggest show, but <laughs> I also think wow. that because of what happened with Game of Thrones and everything that kind of came out afterwards, I do think that they stepped back and said, so maybe I these aren't the guys that, to do that. I think that they... Stepped away because of the, the, the fandom, fandom yeah. of Game of Thrones, which if they messed up Star Wars would have been mm-hmm. escalated to something else. But I don't think like Disney said, "Oh, Game of Thrones season eight wasn't that good. Let's pull them off." Yeah, I don't either. I don't think it was that at all. You, no, uh, on, on the same page is, a little bit here. Game, Game of Thrones season eight wasn't even that bad. It no. was disappointing. Uh, it wasn't bad. Okay. If you're referring to the season finale. The, the last episode, that's a different story, but the entire season wasn't bad. It was just really, really rushed. Yeah. We gotta move on, though. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, well, uh, moving on to our buy or sell segments, we're, we're gonna talk about some movie news and some trailers. Um, a couple things that dropped later on in the week that we didn't add into the official notes. Um, a Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 is coming in 2022. That is awesome to hear. Dope. Um, obviously, it was critically loved. Didn't yeah. make a ton of money, but it, it was profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it super exciting. Uh, Won the Oscar. Disney at the Oscars. Won yes. the Oscar. And rightfully so. And then also, um, Peyton Reed is returning to direct an Ant-Man 3, which also is presumably going to release in 2022. That warms my heart. I'm so happy to hear that. You're so it'll probably, be, it'll probably yes. end up being like the, the beginning of Phase 5. Um, it's supposed to film yeah. either late next year or the beginning of 2021. Because they easily could have said, Scott Lang's story's done. Yeah. They easily could have done that, and I'm so glad they're not doing that. But yeah, super excited for Spider-Verse This too. This marks the third franchise that's being directed by one filmmaker, which is really cool. Yeah, that, that excites me. See, a plan. Yeah, always exactly. a plan, always works. <laughs> you guys excited about these? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, though, because Peyton Reed really wanted Fantastic Four. There's going to be a Fantastic Four character Does in this movie. What? Call it right now. Call it right now. Does that mean that, that makes sense? Call it right now. You just see his. I'm called dude I'm, because and, of because, because of Hank Pym. Pym. Yes, see exactly. I'm calling it right now. That makes so much he's sense. Yep. He's gonna be the one to introduce the Fantastic Four because he he's the one who wanted to do the movie, which he may he may he could do the movie still. He oh, technically did do the movie. What if yeah. he said that he let the Fantastic Four go into the quantum realm and that's where they've been? This, this is well, this is the backdoor they introduction. They talked about like doing a 1960s film where. They were alive during that time, and they went away. And what if Hank Pym? What if Hank knew them? I could totally see that. He let them go in the quantum realm. What if he was their test dummies? What if they worked for Pym Particles or or what is it? Pym Tech? Pym Tech? Right? Dude, uh, D. Well, how old was? Or whatever. The D. H. Michael Douglas in a Fantastic Four film, where part of it takes place in the past, that would be awesome. It's happening. I think this that is going to set up heavily Young Avengers, so. Uh, that's a theory for another day, so we'll, we'll <laughs> save that. So we can't we can't spend too much time because we have other stuff to talk about. That's why I'm by all these. <laughs> I, yeah, for sure. The thing for me, part of me goes, "What the hell? Spider Verse is so far away." But then at the same time, I'm like, "That means they're taking their time, and they're going to make it good." Is Lord yeah, of the Rings? Well, also, right around also the corner, remember so. that they also announced that they're going to do spinoff movies from that movie. They could very well do a Gwen Stacy movie in between. Yeah. Mm. So Miller coming back? They well they they produced so I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they, no, didn't they write it? Uh they one write it? one of them did. Oh okay. one of them. And it's technically connected to Venom and all that. It's all in the same Well universe. they could do it. I mean but they said of... at the end of Venom it said um like the post credit scene was a Spider Verse thing and it said mm-hmm. in another universe like Lord and Miller have a giant deal with Sony for Spider Man on TV. That's what they're they're taking care of. They're doing a Spider Man oh, nice. universe on TV. So, but they still kind of got this whole thing going. So mm-hmm. it's it has their stamp all over it. All right. So our first official topic is something very exciting. So Green Lantern um, is getting a series on HBO Max. It's the upcoming HBO um, streaming service. Um, it's I don't know how what's different about it than like HBO Go or now. It's going um, to have um, a big budget. everything in the HBO and Warner Brothers library. 
So it's it's with Warner Brothers, and so what people are thinking. Oh, is that's that, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so right. like the that's DC right. Universe app, that streaming service, they're gonna funnel everything into. It's air. basically HBO swallowing Warner Brothers. So like, well, no, well, HBO Warner Bros. Own, is HBO. Like, yes. They, so yeah, whatever. So yeah. like all of the like the CW Arrowverse, all of it's on Netflix. It's, it's all gonna transfer Warner over to Warner Bros. HBO. Disney Plus. Yes. Basically, mm-hmm. that's that's cool. Yep. Um, Brian, you want to take the floor with this one because Green Lantern is your favorite. He's my favorite DC character. Okay, okay. I've loved Green Lantern forever. He was, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, he was probably my first favorite comic book character over everyone. That's cool. Um, If you watched Nerd Nation, you already saw how excited I was (laughs) for it. Um, You buy yourself, I buy every (laughs) ounce of stock in this as I can. It's... Don't do that. I no, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm just. I'm already thinking about what I'm saying. So I'm oh, right to the I. Because <laughs> you're my. I feel like you're my biggest ally on this. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I. Oh God, I cannot wait for this because they could do the Green Lantern universe is the Green Lantern Corps. Oh my God. It's huge. Green Lantern is arguably one of the. Biggest universes in DC because it literally spans universes. Yes. And for it to be on a TV show and not limited to three hours of a movie is amazing, brilliant, and exactly what I think he should get. Especially to get people to get that disgusting taste of. The Ryan Reynolds. It's, it's a long time ago, man. It is, it's, but people are still. You can't lie that. People, well, that's probably the first thing that casual fans think about when they think of Green Lantern. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, look at Aquaman. Get Aqu- over it. Yeah, I know Aquaman. People made fun of Aquaman forever. The second Jason Momoa took over Aquaman, Aquaman's freaking dope. Yeah. Like everyone loves Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman's sick. This. That's what is going to happen. So this means that they're not doing a movie anytime soon. No, they certainly are. Are they? No. Didn't they? No. Which, I'm fine with that. TV has become something different nowadays, so I'm totally fine with that. I'll just say real quick, I buy this for sure. um, Totally down. Because who knows if a movie would fail at the box office. I don't know how, I would hope not. But I think this is a safe move for Green Lantern. And I hope, I think we're going to see... Safe? Yeah, absolutely. Because making a movie is a risk for Green Lantern. It's got a little bit of... Because it's going to have a high high budget and it's gonna if it fails at the box office people are gonna sign up for HBO Max no matter what and it's just gonna help with subscriptions but I think we're gonna see how Jordan like a veteran an older how Jordan but I wanna see I started reading this series Green Lanterns a few years ago and it had a character named Jessica Cruz yep. I signed her as and I wanna see them in the show so I so I buy this um, there's and two there's Gina Rodriguez should play there's two Jessica there's Cruz. two ways that I, that I think that this show Ooh, should I like go that. I love that. in, in I my opinion that. I think that there's two ways that they should go I mentioned Jessica Cruz on Nerd Nation I thought that she'd be great to include in this um, the other way I would I changed my tune since we recorded in our nation. I absolutely would love to see the focus on Avensur and then lead into Hal Jordan um, and how he got the ring and Adventures of Avensur and then have him kind of pass the torch to a young yeah. Hal Jordan. The thing with this, you could include all of it. Think of yeah. Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. You have thirty characters you're focusing on. They could do something like that. With I would. Green Lantern. I would love to see a first season focus on Avensur and then kind of towards the end we end up meeting Hal Jordan. And then he ends up becoming Lantern and following seasons we meet like John Stewart and Jessica Cruz and all these characters that we know and love. Um, but it's it's a total buy, it makes sense. And I, I really I'm looking forward to it. So Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. initially I sold this so hard because I was like, really? a Green Lantern show? Like wasn't uh Justin Rhodes and uh David uh, what's his name? God, David Goyer. It was Jeff John, Jeff John, Jeff John, yeah, for a movie. Yeah. On, on, they probably adapted that those scripts into a TV show, just like Obi Wan. So I freaked out at first because I was like, "Come on, what's going on with the DCU? Come on now, we're supposed to get these movies. Like it's it's ridiculous." Green Lantern was supposed to be what this year? This year? No, twenty twenty, twenty twenty. But still, next year. Like so. But then I thought about the Disney Plus angle and how you could take some characters and put them on there first and then put them into the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, make no mistake, Green Lantern will be a part of the DCEU. It has I think to be. this show will be? I think this show will be. 
Yes, and I only say that. I only say that. I only say that because it it's gonna have an HBO type budget. So That's fine. Watchmen, but HBO or uh, Warner Brothers has never once shown interest in connecting TV and movies. I think this is different because it's on HBO and I'm Max. For that. This is different than yes. the CW. I don't. I'm I, here, here's the big reason why: because you have to subscribe to HBO Max. I don't think that they'll connect the two between movies. What's and the difference movies? between Disney Plus and doing that with the TV show? I think it's because Marvel's been going for ten years already. That's a big difference. So I I, I agree with you. I think you can connect it to DCU, and too. because the Only. thing is, you could have this on the DCU. Sorry to take this no, real okay, quick. No, okay, go, 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 But like, and then yeah. you can you can have that Green Lantern character, Hal Jordan, be in the movies, but not make a Green Lantern movie. In I agree. He would be in Justice League Two or something like yes, that. Yes, only yeah. because this this uh, series show is going to have uh, an HBO type budget, movie similar, size budget. Similar yeah. to it's not going to be a CW a movie show. size, and then the character can appear in not a, maybe a Wonder Woman movie. Who knows? But you know, a future DC movie. Let's like, make another bet. And, and, let's make another bet. Let's make another bet. Jake, this you all think that you all three three think that this is going to turn into some kind of movie eventually, or or a spinoff movie that's connected to this, right? I think it'll be in the DCU. I'll bet each of you five dollars that it's not. Okay, fine. I'll take that bet. See? Sure. Yeah, 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 sure. Five bucks. Why not? Cool. So, what do you remind me of? Something. What There's a podcast that I watched. They have like a betting board, and it's a, do it. it's a fantasy football one. And every it. time they're in an argument. They like they make a bet and they say put it on the board I'm down. and we should do something like that because we're gonna lose track of these. What? Like, what we can put it. We can put it right there. Podcast. We can put it right there underneath the sign. Yeah. Or even on the side. Just whatever. It can be on the side. Right. Yeah, yeah, every time. Yeah. Like it's after be, the show, so you big. add it to the show, and then we gotta stick to those bets. Yeah. <laughs> um. But go ahead, Joe. Any last thoughts on this? Well, no. I, I just uh, I'm excited for all the reasons that you guys have stated. I I love that they're gonna give this movie uh, not movie show a, a budget, and that what Greg Berlanti is gonna spearhead this project. I think it's gonna turn out great. I think it's gonna do good things for the Green Lantern character. And again, it's just wishful thinking for me because I don't know what the DCEU. Sadly, I'm convinced now that Henry Cavill won't be back as Superman. Well, so I, I mentioned this on Nation, but um, it's a really good sign that Berlanti is doing this because he has teased Hal Jordan a dozen times in the Arrowverse. The jacket. The jacket, the, the city, city, the Air Force, like everything he's teased. Ferris There's Air also he's, a possibility it's connected to the Arrowverse. Yeah, like really he's, he's teased it plenty of times before. And it can be connected to the Arrowverse because they already said that it's taking place in space. And so you don't even have to connect it to Earth. And so they wouldn't even have to mention it. And then eventually down the line, they could bring him on. Don Diggle. So, uh, it, yeah, it's a good time. They, they, they hinted that he's yeah. Green Lantern. Well, he was in another Earth. Another universe. He was in another yeah. universe. Put yeah. Greg Berlanti and Jeff Johns together and just make them make us yeah. I trust Greg Berlanti. And we'll see. Adventures, too. Matt, we're not going to have time to talk about that. But All right, well, going back to a Game of Thrones topic. So, um... Apparently, the White Walker prequel titled The Long Night has been canceled, the one that they were working on, and the Targaryen prequel, House of the Dragons, has been ordered to series. Now, The Long Night, was that the Naomi Watts one? Yes. Oh, that sucks, because we, I mean, I was excited when they announced there was going to be a spinoff starring her. That's very unfortunate. Um, damn, so are we buying or selling each of these stories individually or separately? Uh, yeah, we can do it individually. I, I sell I sell the, the cancellation night. and yes. I buy the, yes. the Targaryen. I think we're all on that, so. that front, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I really... After season eight, yeah. They I, don't, need to I don't know if I really want more White Walker story. Well, we're not going to get it, right? Well, that's, well, that's, that's, that's the one that's yeah, canceled. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, love I it. agree with you. I just wanted to see Naomi Watts star in a Game of Thrones show. Well, she now she now came. Yeah. yeah. Put her as and a she's blonde. She could very well be a Targaryen. That's true. I'm cool with that. As long as they keep her around. So for me, I don't know if I sell... You're nuts. That stuff. Nuts. Taking, uh, taking place 3,000 years before the Game of Thrones series? Dude. Hell yeah. I want the Targaryen one. Yeah, I mean, so I made, I made that very clear. Yeah. I we almost because dragons. That's what we're getting though, right? They chose. Like, put it this way: there's two. They canceled the White Walker one and okay. kept the Targaryen. So this is what this is what HBO did. They essentially did this. They go. They put it on a board. And said, okay, do we want to pick dragons or do we want to pick zombies? Let's go with dragons. Yeah, so that's essentially what. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I'm because I'm kind of like uh, uh, I'm not. I want further away 
right now than you, you could possibly bleed to the like original line show. Wise, the Long Night was the furthest away. The Targaryen one's only taking place 100 years before the original series. Oh, I thought it was a lot. This is the Mad King, right? Yeah, it's only taking place 100 years. The White Walkers Walkers was thousands. was this one's stale in the regular series. Well, because we got burned by the fact that they only showed up for one flipping episode in season 8. That's why. I I just think, for me, I wouldn't mind, like, seeing them later. I just kind of, like, want to hit pause with the whole White Walker and give me, like, dragons, fire, Blood. Is that the oh, title, man. House of the Dragons? Yes. Oh, that show's gonna be. Cool, <laughs> so it's this is this is the interesting part. And George R. R. Martin's in, he's uh, involved in it, but he said that he's not gonna write the show until he finishes his new book. And so we may not see it for the lot. How long is he gonna be on his book? He's been working on it for like what? I think I think it's the new one. Is, is Winds of Winter is the one he's writing. Um, but I I'm cool with waiting because if he writes the show, I'm all for it because he knows the characters. Yeah, so. for sure. Any last thoughts, you? I buy it. I, after, after season eight, just don't take a break from the White Walkers. Well, or just forget the, about the one thing we walked out of with Game of Thrones always is that we wanted to know more about the Targaryens. That's the one thing, yeah. right? They and, were arguably the most popular, and they weren't even. There was only two of them in the show, yeah. you know. And, and so, well, one and a half. We'll John was like half. We'll half see half some of the other families that we're familiar with too. Oh, the Starks. The Starks were around then. The Lannisters. I don't know how powerful they were then, but the Starks were one hundred percent around then because it was they. Were really I don't know, but I know that to. I know that the Starks and Targaryens were at war mm-hmm. at once, and so and we're gonna see old school Westeros and like King's Landing, all that stuff, which we'll probably see houses we've never seen that yeah. get just oh, yeah. taken out. I have a different feel than Game of Thrones a little bit. See, I, I want to. Well, if it's at 100 years, it's a little too far. 100 years, not 100. Well, no, I'm talking about like halfway, <laughs> halfway through the series. The series is going to take place over 50 years. <laughs> no, the series is going to end with... with the it's going to go over 50 years. Geo. 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 What, 10 years each season? Yeah. One, one episode a year? Yeah. <laughs> I don't doubt we'll see that eventually in another series. Two hours. Maybe, maybe another series. But the cool thing here is that they ordered it to full series season, so it's 10 episodes. They ordered it to a full series. That's so it's already, it's happening, they can't cancel it, they're going with it, no matter what. Give me a call Drago spin off, man. Oh, we could see We could see the, we could, we could, we don't see him, but we could see them. I, I the Dothraki, which is really Dothraki cool, would so. be a dope story, because yeah. that would be just brutal, yeah. and like, almost cowboy. So it's a Game of Thrones Western. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. I hope it's a little like, Less characters to focus on, though. Uh, it's it, Game of Thrones. I don't think it will yeah. be. I think it because here's the thing: Game of Thrones was broad. This is literally the House of Targaryens. It's gonna focus. Well, it's called it's called House on. of Dragons, but I I think that it's gonna focus on a lot of characters. Not as many as Game of Thrones. Like at one point, there's a point in the show where they're focusing on like so many characters. I don't think it's gonna get that. There's still people you say that see, like. See, I I like that aspect because it's so different. I I like it, but I don't want. Like 30, maybe like 15, you know? It was, it was getting hard to keep track. All right, so... No more than like 10 houses. Yeah. <laughs> to wrap up um, um, our buy ourselves segment, we're going to take a look at some trailers. So there's a new trailer for the new Grudge film. Um, there's a trailer for a movie called Code 8, uh, which is stars Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell. Um, there's a movie, uh, the 21 Bridges movie with Chadwick Boseman has a new trailer, and Jumanji, The Next Level, has a trailer. Geo, if you're not familiar with this, you... Buy one of these trailers over the other, meaning you're selling the rest. So what is your choice? I have to go with Code 8. Yeah. I have to go. for <clears throat> The movie, it, for me, it, it, it looks like a Blomkamp film. And I'm talking about like early Don't Blomkamp. say that. That'll make me less buy it. <laughs> no, don't say that. I think Please he's talking about... Have you seen District 9? Please don't say that. I think District he's 9? talking more District 9 and his short films and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's how... That's how these films come up. I've gotten you know? burned. They're short yeah. films online <laughs> that get traction from fans. And this is very much a fans film. You know? <laughs> It literally who gives a shit like what 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 critics will think of this movie? This movie is straight for the fans, made by the fans, pretty much. And so I'll I'll buy that one. I I'm excited. I hope it does something for Stephen Amell and his career on the big screen because I think he has a 
a place in Hollywood on the yeah, big screen. I, I, I completely, I think Stephen Mill is one of the most underrated actors, like, in general, but he, he signed on to some... Once he's done some, with Arrow, or he, he, he is did, done with Arrow. He did some, uh, he signed on for some major stars TV show. Um, so he's going to lead some star show that's coming up in the next few years. Um, well, he doesn't mean he can't do movies. Uh, I buy Kodak too. I buy Kodak too. Um, uh, the Grudge movie, like, whatever, sure, they're doing another Grudge movie, comes out in January. Um, looks like a classic January horror movie. Uh, I'm all in for 21 Bridges. I think it looks cool. Um, the trailer was very similar to the first one, though. I think that the, the Russo brothers being involved, and then you throw in Chadwick Boseman, um, at just a lock. To run to the next level, um, sure, I guess. I think that we talked about it. The biggest problem I have is that I hope that they're not doing the accents the whole movie. That's going to really bother me. Um, but Cody looks cool. I'm a sci-fi junkie. Like, that's kind of a hook for me. And you instantly throw something like that where it's actually a really cool storyline. Um, you know, they have superpowers, 4% of the world, and uh, they're outlawed, and all this stuff kind of happens. I'm all in for it. So, Code 8 for sure. Brian? He literally just said everything that I was going to say. I'm Code 8 as well. Literally, <laughs> like, nailed it. Um, 21 so yeah. Bridges, the trailer kind of, the new one kind of nicks me with that Avengers line. Oh, like, where he's like the visionary directors of... No, 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 no. Oh. There's a line where someone goes like, and then you will avenge the city. And then he, right after he goes... What is this, a damn superhero movie? Are you, oh, wow. That annoyed me. I was like, no, like, don't, <laughs> no. I'm with you on that. I don't remember that, but I'm with you on that. That's um, a fun line. It's just I, a callback. Come on. <laughs> I actually, I'm buying Dumasi the next Oh, Jacob. Trailer. Yes. Overcrush? You yeah. weirdo with Dude, your horror right. movies? First of all, Brian, I'm not like some... <laughs> die-hard horror fan. I like horror movies probably more than anyone on the apocalypse no, crew. definitely better yes, than anyone. But I'm no, like, horror expert connoisseur. No, guru. No, I'm not that. I like horror movies, though, a lot. Um, I do actually like this Grudge trailer. It's very creepy. And yeah, it, it is. It's very creepy. It, it, and I... Uh, oh, what's the name of the lead actor in the movie? Um, oh, John Cho. Yeah, yeah, I love John Cho. So I'm rooting for the him. Ca- the cast is Incredible. I'm rooting for him. It's, it's got a really good cast. I literally, that was the only thing, like, I was watching this, I was, like, already, like, out of it within, like, five seconds, but then I saw him, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I, no. I, I like him, I love and then he kept going, and I was like, I, Did no. you guys see that movie <laughs> Searching from... Yes, it was so good. That movie's so amazing. Jake, and you were the one that told me to watch it, I love you? him in that movie. Um, Cody, I'm, I'll always root for Stephen Amell, and... I think Robbie Amell's the lead. The Robbie Amell is the lead. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. And Stephen Amell's like a supporting role, mm-hmm. which that's awesome. And it is like a short film soul. that was made into a feature film. It's and getting it, a theatrical release. It has Sue Kang too from the Fast and Furious. That's awesome. right. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, real quick, the cast for the Grudge because I just mentioned this. This cast is incredible. You have Lin Shay, who is in all the Insidious movies and everything, uh, kind of a horror person. John Cho, uh, Damien Bisher. Be- 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 uh, he was the the priest in um, the Nun, oh, and he's no, also so in kind of some uh, some uh, Tarantino movies. Jackie Weaver, who's a well known name, Andrea Riseborough, who is a well known name, and Betty Gilpin, who's the lead of Glow on oh, Netflix. Okay. Who's the detective in the in the crash? Uh Damien Butcher. Oh, okay. Uh, the, 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 the gentleman or the oh, woman? the the woman. Uh, and Andrea Riseborough. Okay. Uh, she was in. She was the the co lead with Tom Cruise in Oblivion. Oh, that, okay. Uh, that his girlfriend or whatever you want to call her in that movie. Yeah, I didn't recognize her, so I was curious who she yeah, was. Yeah, it was strange, man. It was good. I like um, but no, Jumanji, because I had fun with the first, the second Jumanji movie. Um, and I'm just glad to go back to this world again. I agree with you. I hope they're not playing, like, play on the old guy thing too much. If that's the whole entire movie, I might be upset. But it looks like they're switching avatars throughout the movie because it's funny because the girl I is a that, horse at first i think that's gonna and happen have you seen the poster where they're all standing there the and horse. the horse is behind them that's funny but i'm just i i was so surprised by the first one of, of these movies and i'm i'm excited to go I've, back to that i've world. said this i've said this since the first one came out since i saw the first trailer if you slap a movie or a name other than jumanji on these i would like them it's not jumanji yeah no you're right it's, it's, it's not, not jumanji, jumanji to me which is why i don't i'm not a fan of them um, they have their fun moments, but it's the classic rock and Kevin Hart comedy, which kind of annoys me now because I've seen so much of it. But it's just, it's not Jumanji to me. And maybe I'll be surprised by this one, 
but no, I get so much flack from it for our reactions. The, the thing yeah, that yeah. after I watched all these trailers, the thing that made me like, "Yep, I'm choosing Jumanji," was actually Karen Gillian because she, she's awesome. In she's the awesome. first one, she is hilarious. In the first, the second Jumanji movie, whatever you want to call it, but she's amazing because she is playing like the awkward girl who goes into this body and then she's trying to act all flirty and sexy with the guards and everything in the first one. She's hilarious and. I think she deserves to be recognized more, so I'm excited. She'll be an action star. She's awesome. Yeah. She did she, she sign on to something recently? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's rumored that she might lead the Pirates of the Caribbean. That would be, that'd be big. She got the Disney friendly. So I buy Jumanji. Oh, man. I don't know. God, they're making another Pirates. We talked about it last week. Jesus Christ. A reboot. I don't know. See, I don't know if we're asking. No, no. I am for Karen Gillen. I don't know if we asked for a Pirates of the Caribbean reboot after we just got five. We don't ask for anything, Jim. And this is Jumanji movie. Like, I don't know if we asked for it. It like, I don't. It made a billion dollars. It made a billion dollars. It made a billion dollars the same year that The Last Jedi came out. It came out on the same day. That's how much it made. So why not do a sequel? Because it's like, right. I don't. I, I, I it's got the most successful film of all time. About this, man. Give me Black Adam. Hurry up. If this <laughs> one makes a billion, if <laughs> this Jumanji one. makes a billion, they're gonna make another one, which yeah. is good or bad. But no, we'll see. You better make Black Adam before you make Jumanji. <laughs> all right. Well, to wrap up the show today, we're gonna talk about some new releases coming up uh, next week. Whether that be jam packed. Um, you know, on the big screen, on the small screen, on the television screen. Um, so we have Marriage Story coming out next week on Netflix. That looks amazing. The Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. There's a limited uh, theater release, which I'm hoping it comes to Sacramento. Oh, the Tower. Be. Yeah, because we talked about this. We'd like to watch this in theaters. Yeah. Um, we have Doctor Sleep, which Jake already talked about. Um, we have Last Christmas, um, the Amelia Clark film. Um, we have Midway. And we have Playing With Fire. Wow, a lot of movies coming out in theaters. And then we have the Shia LaBeouf kind of biopic movie. Yeah, he wrote way. it, and it's, it's, about it's about his father and his relationship. Him growing up uh, as a young actor and his relationship with his father. He plays his father. He's playing his father, which he looks amazing yeah. as his father. I, it, so what's funny is uh, he, he could end up getting two Oscar noms from the Peanut Butter Falcon and this. There's a chance. Dude, I... People are love saying Honey Boy is amazing. Yeah. Which, um, Even maybe a, a screenplay nod. Yeah. And he wrote, it. he wrote it. Yeah. And there's a bunch of TV um, shows come or obviously continuing next week. Um, this is tough for me. Uh, I have to go with Doctor Sleep overall for if I have to. If You've I been looking forward to this. If one I get to watch one, one, but I'm almost excited for all of these. I'm excited for Last Christmas, to be you honest. you excited for Playing With Fire, I'm going to slap All right. I said almost okay. excited for I'm all of these. Because sure. I'm not excited for that movie. Okay. But I almost chose Last Christmas because Amelia Clark looks adorable in this movie. Not and put, I'm the only one that put it in our monthly who's, um Who's the guy? Henry Golding. Yes. He's Henry Snake Golding Snake is awesome. Like, He's playing Snake Eyes for a Henry Golding for Namor. That's what I'm pushing. Yeah, and that song Last Christmas is my favorite Christmas song. So you know what it was directed by, right? Last Christmas? Yeah. Who? Paul Feig. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did know that. I did know that. So, And I love Paul Feig, so I'm super excited for that. But I have to go with Dr. Sleep. It's a sequel to The Shining, starring Ian McGregor. Sign me up. I'm not a big horror guy, but I picked the one horror thing on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shock. Are you going with Dr. Sleep? No, I haven't even seen The Shining. I'm going with uh, Last Christmas. <laughs> I'm going with Last Christmas. Because like romantic, there hasn't. When's the last one? Good so the cool thing, so the cool thing with Last Christmas is that um, it looks like a paint by the numbers romantic comedy, right? Like it has those moments. Um, it's written by Emma Thompson, who's one of the best actresses working, and she's an incredible writer. She wrote a film earlier this year uh, with Mindy Kaling. She was starred and wrote with it. Uh, wrote with wrote it with her. Excuse me. Um, and it's blanking off the top of my head. Something. Uh, last night, last night I believe it is the name of it, and she played a talk show host, and it was incredible. So I'm looking forward to it because of that reason, because she wrote it. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a toss up between Marriage Story and Honey Boy. I don't think we're gonna get Honey Boy here. That seems like a very, very limited release. So I'll probably, I'm, I'm gonna go with Marriage Story because there's a chance it'll come here. Um, but I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to Honey Boy. Like really looking forward to seeing that. Movie. No, it looks. It I'm looks like a Shia LaBeouf binge after seeing him after the, the Peanut Butter Falcon. Like I want more from him in everything. So I, I haven't seen anything about. This is the first I'm hearing of it, so I'm kind of 
The trailer is oh my god! I'm sure I probably would pick it. It's incredible. It's kind of trippy. It's a very trippy. It starts off really weird, then it goes in a weird direction. But the scenes are pretty crazy. It's so crazy because I. It, like us, we I used to watch. Um, what is it called? Even Stevens. Even Stevens. Yeah, that's coming. That that's coming next week on Disney Plus. Isle of Buck, and then like holes and all that stuff. A week from this. Okay. It's gonna be crazy to see like his perspective of everything he went through. It's gonna be insane. Geo, what are you buying? So, wait, are these just so um, basically these are all the new this week? Yes, okay. upcoming next because week. And if you could only watch one, <laughs> if you could only watch one, what would it be? Probably Doctor Sleep. Sorry, I'm on my mind right now. I forgot to put Mr. Rogers on on the, my November list for uh, Oh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. God, I, November, November is stacked, man. It's ridiculous. I had to leave that off my list. I'm excited for it. There were 14 Frozen two that I had to shoot. <laughs> and I had Frozen two on there. Yes, sir. Yo, you did. Yes, sir. Nice. See. Brian, you need to start posting your list in the chat because I'm curious to see it. I yeah, you don't ever post. We never list. see your list. I know mine's like my secret. No, we want because I don't know what how your list affected the, the overall it was pretty, list. It was pretty similar to everyone else's. Well, Keith, Keith always throws the list off completely, uh, but I was the only one that had last Christmas. It was my five. So, yeah, dude, there's so many movies coming out. Like, I didn't want to leave last Christmas off. You know what? So, uh, what I didn't throw in here because it, it technically came out last week, but it's they're showing now is all the Apple Plus TV shows that came out. The, 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 the service dropped yesterday. So, you have The Sea, you have The Morning Show, you have uh, uh, For All Mankind. All of those shows, all those shows are available. I really want to watch one of your Seinfeld show. Oh, uh, Dickinson. Yeah. It looks like a trippy. Like modern day backwards thing. I think it's super. Like, like, like she says, "dude" in the trailer. I know. Yeah. So weird. I think it's modern day. She like, said, "Like I'm on my hustle or something." Yeah, like she's yeah. like it's, it's like the it's like, like the 1900s and she's saying, "dude." Like, like that's so strange. Yeah, it's so kind weird. of yeah. They it's like an alternate universe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which they're doing multiple. It's of not like a, all mankind is if Russia got the moon landing. Yeah. So I I like that because it's not a straight. Biopic of Emily Dickinson, you know they're doing something new with it, so I'm excited and I love Hit the Seinfeld. But yeah, I'm probably gonna go buy Apple Plus, man. I can't so afford I'm, all these things. So <laughs> I gotta finish Jack Ryan, but then as soon as I finish that, I'll buy Apple Plus to watch C. I wanna watch C really bad. The Jason Momoa one. Yeah, there's a. Did all of those shows come they out? They all dropped. Really? All of them. Is I wanna see the morning show with Jennifer Anderson and Reese Witherspoon. I'm interested in there's so many shows Girl. on For All Mankind with Joel Kinnaman. November, there's two. The Night Shyamalan one came out too, right? Must have, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Dude, if all of those shows are out right now, I'm going to be super busy. But, you know, I could do homework and watch TV. Right? <laughs> but I was watching the Lakers game last night. Wow, wow. Dude, that was a great game. That was a great game. That was a great game. Oh, here we go, Celtics fans. If Luka Doncic didn't get hurt, we would have lost. He was... Dude, Luka Doncic is amazing. Dude, Luka and LeBron go triple doubles. You would have lost that game if Seth Curry didn't get held. Yeah, Dwight Howard was holding him a little too close. F you Celtics and Lakers fans. Go Kings. Don't. Blame the refs. Hey, how about those Warriors, though? Hey, the Kings won last night, too. That was a great win. I know it was. Last second, baby. Harrison Barnes for the Same with Celtics. Harrison Barnes. I saw Jason Tatum goes... Hey, we all we won. We did our story at the end. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to story tell in the beginning. We're doing it in the end. Yeah. And the point guy was won again. Again. Here we go. Yeah. They did. Bold predictions are going to win next week, too. Here we, that was here pretty amazing. We well, on that. Who's your next opponent? Seahawks. The Seahawks. Okay. Oh, this is going to be... This game is and and they just got Josh Gordon. I know he's not. Oh, he is playing next Monday. That'll be his day. Monday night. Should we have a viewing party? Because guess what comes out that night at midnight? What? Disney Plus. So yeah, that's gonna be a crazy night. Next week is wild. It's funny because I'm actually off on I'm off on Monday. Oh, you were? Um, oh, there's no day. school. It's President's Day. Oh. It's President's Week. This, so I'm off of work and school. This coming Monday. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, I work Tuesday morning, so it's going to be a crazy night. Anyways, on that very high, high note of the 49ers talk. Um, <laughs> that was not this, the high note. This, uh, let's wrap up Apocalypse now. Um, as always, I cannot wait for you guys to lose a game, and everybody's gonna be like, "I hate this team. I this no, team sucks." I, I never do that. Classic Niners fan. It's gonna be a classic, classic. If you guys aren't from the West Coast or from California, this is what classic Niners fans no, look like. And I remember classic. my reason why I hate Raider fans because they feel their fandom by hating other franchises. Like they, 
Oh, oh Raiders, yeah, because we've sucked for the last decade. We've sucked for the last decade. What? Niners fans don't hate the Raiders. It's, uh, no, they don't. Yes. No, they don't. We're annoyed. I work with Niners fans at work, and they hate From my experience, like, if it was switched right now, don't you hate the Raiders. Like, even when the Maybe you don't. Even when the Raiders were good, I was like, good for them, because they're California team. I want them to do well. When were the Raiders good? Oh, 2002. Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, click this video up here. If you want something a little bit different, check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.